0: Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Helen. Head out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Hey, how are you, sir? Don't call me sir. I work for Eleven Joseph, <laughs> the pride of Cicero, Illinois. Welcome to the Lake Forest podcast.
1: Thank you, sir. Great to be here again. <laughs> Great job making everybody aware of what's happening out here. Did you get a chance to read that? I read word? it. I read
0: it. And, and uh, what is an R I N O?
1: Uh, that, that's a uh, for me a rhino is. It's not a moderate Republican it's a corrupt or a um, prof- oh, uh, 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 hoping to profiteer Republican is exactly what it is. Uh, so when I use that term, and kind of moderately, that's what it is. I am a moderate. I have more conservative views, but I'm very moderate, relatable to the public. So uh, I don't think there's been a more moderate, authentically moderate Republican that's run, that's defended our values in the past. Now, Joe, for
0: the New people that just tripped over this podcast and you know, fell in. Uh, I don't have my partners, uh Joe Weiss or Rick Lesser on today. Uh they're they're taking a couple weeks off. Ah. And, and they're my Republican experts. And your name came up, and I there was some cringing going on. And I'm like, what? What's the matter with my boy Joe? I I had, had him a couple times. I don't have any problems with him. Good guy from Cicero. And then they were saying Joe Severino, R-I-N-O, and they're making light. I guess that's what that means.
1: That yeah. there's yeah, yeah, are... I...
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. So so you you ran for con <laughs> you ran for Congress up against Schneider, right? right. And. I mean that's rough they they redid the districts dold was there for a while and they redid it and it looks like there's more democrats in there can you give everybody a background of you of you because like i said new people come on the show and your name's gone back and forth you haven't been on in a while and as far as i know you're the quote-unquote republican guy for for the uh district
1: that's correct that's correct and i've been speaking out i've It's very telling that the Republican establishment doesn't like me. The political Republican leaders don't like me, but the people really like me. They love my message, and I hear it literally every single day. A lot of them don't want to be out in the public saying this because uh, it's such an adversarial climate to those that respond in any capacity politically. However, the people love what I'm doing, and I'm, I'm bringing them along for the ride. I'm not doing this cloaked and veiled behind doors, you know. Disinfectant, uh, disinfectant, as they say, is the the best remedy. And I'm bringing these people uh, and making them accountable to the public, rather than you know destroying communities behind the scenes and then uh, you know negating liability and responsibility for the uh, for why we're in the 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 states and the mess it's in. So I'm just making people aware. So the people that have interest are the ones that are. Uh, you know, talking negatively about me. I'm here fighting for, you know, uh, the communities and people and uh, insulating rights and and making our streets safer. Uh, so, you know, why is that a bad message? Why would nobody want to get behind that message? Well,
0: I think you're an acquired taste like me. You know, if everybody likes you, there's something's wrong with you, you know, because <laughs> that means you don't make a stand. You have to piss somebody off. And we had uh, Keith Brin on, seemed like an mm-hmm. okay guy, chairman of the Republican, whatever. And even having him on and studying what's been going on, it seems like a very complicated system to figure out how it works, number one. And then number two, we're in a Democratic state where you have all these people that are Democrats that hold state jobs they are very passionate about promoting their side of things to keep their jobs so yeah, <laughs> yeah right so it's like you're you're pushing a pee up a hill with your nose Joe yeah. <laughs> how how can yeah. we uh how can we correct this um because you're going up against schneider and mm-hmm. When when you were running against him, I, I talked smack on Schneider. I saw him at the Lake Forest Day parade and he said he's gonna come on and you know, maybe I'll reassess, oh. you know, my my take on him. But he seems to be playing a smart role where he's not stepping in any dog poo. He's just going about his way, staying out, you know, keeping the status quo going like 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 you say. Um mm-hmm. But what what are you going to do differently to to take take him over? Because it's man, it's tough. He he's established. He's in there. You got to have some issues that got to contradict what he's doing in order for for soccer moms. Well, soccer moms like you. You're good looking, Joe, especially when you give the pipes out. So, I mean, oh, I just, like,
1: that was for the men that are uh, talking smack behind the scenes, not the
0: women. <laughs> well, <laughs> I be want curious.
1: to see what's going on here.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to put a picture up, Joe. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, how do you. How, you're going against the established guy, you're going against this Republican party who. I don't know. When I hear the term Republican or when I hear the term Democrat, to me, I think of outliers and I think of outliers that are in Facebook chats, you know, putting up Biden sucks or Trump sucks. And right. I just get turned off and I, I just want to know what the issues are. Well, I agree
1: with you. I, I First of all, I agree with you. And I've taken a position to actually engage with constituents online. And even though sometimes they'll say, hey, you know, if they're they losing the battle or the debate, it's always, you know, don't you have better things to do? You're running for Congress. The reality <laughs> is I'm bringing them also into the spotlight and highlighting exactly, you know, what the what the, the, the failures are currently in, in running. People want to disparage candidates, candidates that are working hard, not just me. But candidates that are working hard out there on behalf of somebody else or something greater than themselves, devoting time away from their family, their resources, etc. That immense public scrutiny and then some, you know, uh, uh, some individual that just doesn't, uh, you know, see it the way you do wants to disparage you and turn other people off to what your vision might be. Maybe they've not accomplished anything in their life. I'm accomplished. I've done a lot, been very successful in many arenas. As you said, grew up in Cicero, uh, literally fought every day of my life. And it's tough to sit around a bunch of weak men in politics, posturing as if they're actually going to get out there and fight, and see them sit down and actually take uh, advantage and disparage people. So emotionally and passionately, that's tough for me to witness. Uh, And I don't want to be in that circle. So I I chose – when I first decided to get out here and and run for Congress, I thought, you know what? They need a fighter, and I'm that guy. I can bring the biography of business, philanthropy, et cetera, and actually affect change, and I'll do it for the right purpose. I'm not going to accept the salary. I'm just going to get out there and fight for these people.
0: And literally fight. You were a golden – gloves guy weren't you a golden gloves fighter yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah but really on the street is probably where i hit more (laughs) fights (laughs) but uh, the the reality and they don't like hearing that you know they said talk less about that yeah i'm sure the mental image of it is kind of tough for you you know if you're trying to pull a fast one on me the image of me fighting isn't what you want to see
0: yeah yeah but the
1: reality the reality is this after that kind of an upbringing being humbled uh uh being successful, I went to law school. After law school, I, I, I still felt like I haven't kind of fully actualized and I wanted to do more in my life. So then I went to Harvard Business School, was celebrated as a leader. See my trophy up there, President's Award out of 177 uh, global leaders. Uh, so I bring a unique biography to the district that resonates, resonates with all demographics, constituents, you name it, from the street to the boardroom, as I say. And then not to get my own party support, it's it, it's almost offending when I see people that are being aggrieved uh, to the deg- degree they are in, in the name of politics or, you know, cashing a check. Uh, and, and so they look at me like, you know, oh, he's not one of us. Well, I don't want to be one of them. I'm like Groucho Marx. I don't want to be a part of a crowd that would have me. Uh, I want to get out there and actually do the right thing and build a constituency where everybody realizes that we're here to fight for them going forward. And that's my promise. And that's what I'm going to do.
0: What does Joe Severino underperform mean? I'm going to put a link here to the podcast that we did because you're Republican. Like who's going to. I was kind of
1: questioning. Well, that shows that how incompetent Keith Byrne is. I have a huge issue with. Oh, Keith Brin,
0: first all, oh. First of all, oh. as a
1: leader, first of all, as a leader, you can disagree, but he's absolutely incompetent, and I'll tell you why. And this is nothing I haven't said to him, or said publicly. So I yeah. don't say one thing behind the scenes and another. Mm-hmm. And uh, but here's the reality: when he deliberately, as you see, uh, there's going to be an article today by the Illinois Republican stating and making uh, the public aware that he actually sent out uh, uh, text messages telling Republican leaders not to support me or my events. Now, this is after Dick Uline already got behind my race and funded PACs in order to get me elected. I went out there and shook thousands of hands. There hasn't been a better candidate. People have screamed, this is the best candidate we've ever had in the tent. And then they don't get behind me. There's something wrong. So Keith Brin, was kind of like a, uh, like, uh, uh, like, uh, first of all, he, he doesn't even describe himself. Uh, he's a self professed independent, which I don't have any issue with. I kind of feel a little bit of, uh, of it. I'm more of an independent myself. I try to run as an independent, which is tough in Illinois, uh, because I, uh, you know, I have the, the um, values of a conservative, but the heart of the community. And that's what we need right now, somebody that can look through both lenses and serve both sides. That's what leaders do. Well, I decided to have a big event at the Genesee Theater. I brought leaders from all over the Chicagoland area to get together and show them how we do think more alike. Well, uh, Brad Schneider sent out uh, emails. Uh, I think it was, uh, uh, I I don't want to mention her, I, I heard it was Mary Cunningham. Uh, yeah. That sent out emails to all the civic leaders, Mono Omano, NAACP, Legal Women Voters, etc. do not support his event at any capacity. Um, so the Democrats were working very diligently not to support the event. They didn't want to be a part of Betterment, uh, where the, our district is suffering the most. And then I found out that Keith Brin did the exact same thing. So the urban born campaign in 30, not even 30 days before the election, not during the primary, during the uh, right before the general election, I had it on uh, October 10th in the 10th district, 10, 10 in the 10th. Well, um, we brought the leader of Black Lives Matter, P-Ray, if you know who she is, Conservative Talk Radio, uh, a bunch of these prolific uh, people in politics that really care for the community, doesn't matter what side they're on. And Keith Brint sent out messages that uh, not to go to the event. He was telling Republicans and leaders not to go to the event and, and not to support me. So that's what caused our relationship to kind of uh, crumble. That's number one. Number two, uh, the issue with him is so he was brought in. He was, um, there was a coup in Lake County. So what they did was they didn't like Mark Shaw anymore, which I don't disagree. He had a leave. He had a, a but. Keith Bryn wasn't the right individual to take it over. So what they did was Matt DeRay of core strategies was fired from the board by Mark Shaw in retaliation. He decided with the owner of core and Keith Bryn and two others that they were going to take over the board. And that's essentially what they did. So they did it with a financial, uh, Lens that they were going to be able to profit in some capacity by taking it over, and now they have Core literally managing our board. Keith Brin,
0: what is hold on, Joe? What is Core? C O R? What is that? Core? It's a
1: a, a political consultant strategy group.
0: Okay. And so what, they went what out. Do they do, the what do
1: Go they?
0: Ahead what ahead do they do? They figure out what what the issues are. Like, what is a political strategy? Here's what
1: they do very well: they don't get people elected. And then my issue is this. I want to follow the winners, not the losers. So when you have individuals out there that are posturing to be our leaders that can't win, and then we're out there working hard, it gets very uh, frustrating to see the direction we're headed in because, uh, you know, there are so many people. And it's not just Joe Severino. It's Joe Lynn that ran in Highland Park, Justin in Round Lake. We had great candidates out there that tried – connected with the community, and they didn't get the support they need. And uh, Keith Brin, literally, uh, with the school board races, he told individuals not to use social media while they're out there. And if you notice on your podcast, he said, oh, Joe's uh, big on social media. Well, it's a great uh, – who wouldn't be if they're running, for, you know, for office? The price is so right. It's like, yeah, 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 free media. And if you have a following, you know, it's almost contrary or antithetical to what you want to do because, you know, that's that's how you get elected and get people to know who you are. Well, he told school board members not to uh, use social media and post-COVID, nobody's opening their doors. So he literally rendered their mission moot. And so I brought that up and his response to all this was, oh, Joe doesn't like me because I'm Jewish. I said, that's a very Democrat thing to say. So it's like, and to give you an example, I, there was an event, the Jewish Coalition of the North Shore, where probably, Pete, it was my best talk ever in front of an adversarial crowd, and they were literally saying, amen. We talk, I talked about AR-15s not being banned. Yeah, in Highland Park, if you wanted, but Texas might not feel that way. It was probably the best talk I've ever given in my life resonated the best brad schneider was just deflated it's the only time he would face me and his rabbi ensured that we rotated on stage rather than face off against one another and then um, as i was leaving people were hugging me and taking my lawn signs that ordinarily they don't accept wouldn't accept a a republican but they did me and keith brinn wasn't there to support me instead he said i was anti-semitic just like he said about a conservative candidate darren bailey so we need leaders. We want the coach, the leaders, to believe in us the most. We need coaches that believe more than we believe in a mission. That's how you get motivated. And when they talk about donor fatigue, voter fatigue, when you have weak and uninspiring leaders, you're not going to bring bring people to the team. So I'm trying to do it in a collateral basis, collecting people together and getting them to understand if we work with authentic people and candidates and leaders, we can turn the state around. And that's my mission.
0: Joe, even Keith Brin said, I asked him the question, how many people out there, the guy in the street, know what the hell is going on? You know, because you're saying stuff, he's saying stuff, and he said one out of 10. So if you got 10% of the people that know what's going on and you just hear this noise going back and forth, it's, you know, there's, again, I'll say it there's re- two reasons why people don't buy. They don't understand the offer and they're not sufficiently disturbed. So unless something politically is going to affect them, and they hear a noise, they're confused, they're just gonna to go to the to the other party. How do we bust through that? Like what issues do you think can cross the lines where you can get some moderates to, to vote for you? Give you an example. I'm
1: a I'm a pro-life candidate. And I go out, first of all, I'm pro-life. I have truly conservative values. And um, faith is huge uh, uh, in my household and with me personally. Uh, you know, uh, I think some of the strongest, most, prol- most prolific people in life have some kind of faith. And I believe people should believe in something. They should believe in community uh, and, and care for things beyond themselves. And that's exactly why I feel a compulsion and inspired to run, number one. and And this is no, you know, easy task in that. The success of this is bleak to say say the least. So for me, it's more of a mission to wake people up. So in the future, they realize that the offer is more attractive than what's accepted. And you're right. Being a business leader for 25 years, I understand how to sell. However, um, people understand there's better products out there. But when you have your actual sales reps preventing you from getting a product out there, there's an issue. And that's why we're facing what we are today.
0: Now, who is this Mary something or other that's going to come up to challenge you? Do you know who I'm talking about? Mary. Mary's. Mary's. They're going to, the Republicans are putting somebody out named Mary to challenge you for the Republican. Uh, no? I Does it bring a bear, I Mary? don't know a Mary. I know there's a couple of them. So supposedly the story is this. Okay.
1: They were going to get a guy, Jim Caris. Okay. From Lake Forest he was supposed to be the guy that they were going to posture up to come and get Joe Severino. But then, uh, you know, he came to a Lake County board meeting and he didn't hit a home run to say the least. So everybody was like deflated when they met him. So they started scrambling thinking like, and it was a Mark Mark Shaw pick by the, uh, by the way. So then they started thinking about, okay, who else can we get? Well, I found out from a trusted source, they're going to try to get this Karis who literally sits on the uh, the board of Red Cross in Illinois, the, board, uh, the Red Cross board in Illinois redacted and removed all the description of child porn, which literally mirrors exactly what's going on in our schools today. This guy sits on the board. I said, it's a perfect candidate for me to showcase my skill set and my mission versus his. I'm fighting against all this nonsense with kids, educational declines, porn, uh, uh, this... Um, uh, pedophilia, uh, mission or maps, minor, attracted, you know, disguising pedophiles. Uh, so bring them forward. Uh, but now that kind of fell to the side. So essentially what they were doing is trying to get primary challengers for me. So then at the last minute, in secret, they were going to get a Mark Kirk or a Bob Dole. I said, Mark Kirk is going to come out of the woodwork to primary me, a Chinese lobbyist. Love it. Bring him on. Well, uh, they said I, I but I thought it was actually uh, absurd that they would even think such. A, the reality is a day later, he does a seven minute uh, like everything but a campaign announcement on like CBS News. When I uh, had uh, questions about Schneider and uh, a foyer from the Deer. Po- Deerfield police relating to him uh, hiring a prostitute. I couldn't even get somebody to report it. But here, Mark Kirk walks on for seven minutes. Uh, There's just an extreme bias. So they don't want a voice like me out there because I'm going to take it right to them. I'm not shy or apologetic. I think that our state is literally in a shambles. And as we sit here with our own personal concerns, Pete, we have our uh, the N uh, the uh, National Committee Chair Richard Porter, senior partner of Kirkland Ellis, uh, who's who's there to help propel me forth. Totally ignored me in my race. Demetra Demonte in Lake Forest totally ignored me in my race. How is this con- concerted effort to stymie the voice of somebody that resonates so well with the public being ignored? Well, it's because I'm going to trample on all the. Uh, corruption and profiteering and this ringing a register with a bad candidate so they can make money rather than worrying about the outcome. So they don't want me around. And then that voice kind of echoes maybe to some like your buddies, the constituency that Oh, sever Rhino or whatever they could say against me to make me less appealing to the public. But it's going to be a tough task because public doesn't knows know what
0: Rhino means. means. I didn't know what it meant. So you're speaking to the 10%. So. And I think what's got to happen is we got to bring all you guys together and just have a fist fight and duke it out and you know have. I'd rather do that. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
1: and it's quick and easy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, you know what? What what needs to happen is we need to inspire dialogue with uh, Brad Schneider. You said, "Oh, he never stepped in anything." Well, it's very easy for him not to step in anything when he's being insulated from Republicans and Democrats. So here he was. Uh, Literally accused of being with a prostitute while his wife was out of town. I had to go to his town hall meeting and disrupt it with the FOIA. The police threw me
0: out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you got a copy of that
0: FOIA? Can can, I
1: do? I do. I do. I do. You mind if I use it? Oh, absolutely. All right, Uh, it's yours. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, let's talk about how his office manager took eighty thousand dollars of our taxpayer dollars from his constituent account used it to buy a Ford Taurus, disguised it as a, um, an FBI vehicle with the lights and everything, bought guns and ammunition, was steps from the president in Washington, literally eluded the police, but nobody talks about it. So Richard Porter can get two, uh, a, a black Democrat die, so he gets three pages in Real Clear Politics to discuss uh, You know how we need to reach across the aisle. But here you can take out a congressman that's been absolutely corrupt for a long time, and then you have no media, he told me. That's what we're fighting here in Illinois. So if we don't get good, authentic people that can actually trailblaze out there, just consider moving, because unless you're comfortable with this, there's nothing else we can do.
0: All right, so you have our Lake Forest Podcast listeners, watchers, and they heard you know what Keith Brin said and Joe Weiss and Rick Lesser, and then you come on, and it's going back and forth quite simply the soccer moms want to know besides you're good looking why are they going to vote for you why is there somebody in between it's not what doesn't want to listen to the outliers they want to know specifically why should they vote for you rather than the uh democrat schneider uh for change
1: i'm authentic- change from what to going- what Okay, so here, here's the thing. So I have, if, if they want to care about something before themselves, we have an entire district that's suffering. So I came up with a plan called the New North Shore, where we're going to take resources from the southern end of the district, uh, where it's uh, wealthier. We have a, uh, uh, a a geographical, pretty small wealth divide right here. And we can inspire and create investing incentives to build up the North Shore, Zion, North Chicago, Waukegan, closer to the border, beautiful water that we have there. Anywhere else on earth, this would be prime, pristine property. They're putting a casino there. So they're pilfering the pocket of the constituent rather than actually building the community. My proposal is rather than the gentrification process where you wait for the aggrieved and the struggling to move and then profit and bring the investment in, I'm saying bring them along for the ride. Create a better tax base, invest better in the community, the schools, the teaching, fight against the educational deficits, bring people together more. And that's what I could do. I came from a mother that used to cry to the, uh, after a, a, a divorce to keep our lights on. Uh, you know, I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to be out there. So I have a passion. to want to fight on behalf of people and I'm going to do it authentically. All right. Next is all, the, all, all the talking points of Republican, of course, they, uh, you know, I'm going to fight you back.
0: Well, and two, you're authentic. Like people call me authentic. It's to me, when I see a Republican, like an old school Republican, I call them blowhards. Like I call my partners blowhards because mm-hmm. Yeah. they like to hear themselves speak and and go over the same points regurgitate what has just been said versus bringing up something new now they're out there so they they're on their little vacation right now they're going to be so pissed but <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to have them here i want them no no I we should get them. we should get everybody together and you know like, brennan and and joe and rick and we should we should debate this and i'll have the mute button ready um, no, we should do it. You should host it at the Gordon Center. Oh.
1: And nice. then we'll get people, grassroots, we'll get people from all over okay. Illinois to get over here.
0: So we could do See, like a real where, live debate, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. And that's where they made the, the the mistake. You know, when I call the establishment out, what the establishment is doing right now in our party is they're hijacking every... Um, grassroots figure, Tom DeVore, Kathy Salvi. You see Kathy Salvey was grassroots, but now she's on the establishment as a finance chair. Tom DeVore is a lab dog now for Richard Porter, uh, uh, beating the establishment drum. Uh, the establishment is not, they're, they're no different than the Democrats. They're there to uh, insulate the incumbency of Democrats, essentially. So what I'm doing is, calling them all out and showing there's a difference between Republicans sta- establishment like rhinos and then Democrats. I align with Democrats in a lot of issues and in a lot of ways the only way, reason we depart moderately is because I'm running as a Republican and if you have an R in front of your name it's automatically taboo. well yeah. I my proposal is you know I'm a kind of leader that can draw a line in the sand say stand behind me, I'm going to make a promise and I'll keep it. Where a lot of these other Republicans or let's say uh, politicians want to bend their knee to the will of every voter, you can't do that. You have to have a mission and bring it forward.
0: No, I agree. I agree with that. Like I said, if everybody likes you, something's wrong. So okay, let's go over all the stuff that's probably not going to happen because there's downside to whoever these people get brought up uh, mm-hmm. with, with, with the quote-unquote establishment. Oh.
1: And, and yep. let me ask you, if you is, okay. Mary, uh, is Mary, is um, Mary not Rottering? Because I heard she might get in a race or Nancy Rottering.
0: What's her name? But I, I, I don't, I'm the guy in the street, Joe. That's why I hear these things. That's why we're going to bring everybody together. Like I said, only 10% know what the hell we're talking about. And yeah, yeah, right. maybe right. the, the only thing that people will share is a raunchy Facebook post from, from Dan Rogers or you, you know, whatever. Oh, and what about that? I, the r slur the new minority
1: slur and this guy is supposed to be our leader and he, he and he says the word in front on social media if yeah. you don't have the, and he's a, a keith brin crony that's they've been buddies for a long time yeah and keith brin by the way his biography is this real fast yeah. you know he holds himself out to be this like political sophisticant. the reality is they brought him in. He was elected as the uh, uh, Lake County clerk. He was supposed to have one job, petitioned for $2 bucks to digitize all the court records, completely failed. They didn't reelect him with core strategies, by the way. They brought in a Democrat who did it expeditiously. And then when he was home on the couch, soaking, finally, uh, the Atsavis, I think the wife, wound up getting him a job with the uh, Rauner campaign. And then uh, he, uh, to do the same thing, and he failed there too. And now they drag him out to, oh, come and lead you know, people that want change. doesn't work that way. The one thing that we have to veer away from now is this textbook leadership. You cannot create a leader that's not experiential. They have to have some kind of skin in the game in whatever they're leading. And, um, and, and that's why I'm adverse to this mission. It was just to profit. We have him on the board. That's tied to core strategies. We have the Matt DeRay, who's the second chair on core strategies. We have Margie Kubalanza, the chair of Fox uh, Grant, who actually lives in uh, Wisconsin. And she didn't even vote in the last three general elections. Didn't vote for me. I guess she followed Keith's advice. But the reality is her husband's in uh, uh, Wisconsin voting for 10 years Uh, out of Wisconsin, what is going, and these are the, this is the crew that's going to push us forward.
0: Joe, you know what's scary is you bring up uh, the clerk. I got into Vince Vega's face on social media because they, they made our uh, third ward people have to go vote in Vernon Hills at the last uh, last election. I blew him a bunch of crap. He heard me and said, Hey man, let me explain. I had him on the show And he said, hey, I had 90 days to to book 100 uh, places and was straight up. And I respect that. Uh, Holly Kim, the treasurer, okay, she came on very likable, straightforward, made a couple screw-ups, owned it. And those are two people that, you know, if I was just going to play the D or the R, I like those people, Right. Sure. and and it's making me you know kind of question things it's it's better to be authentic than to uh be established so that's why i think you got a shot here um uh, sure. but but we got to have more people like that to 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 speak plainly to people because again 10% know what's going on now are you still with Uline? I've tried to reach out to Dick a, a couple times to have him come on, and a lot of people are blowing me smack that, oh, my God, that'll that'll be horrible in this. And the more I hear that, the more I want him. Is he still in your corner, or is he going to go with uh, whoever uh, Keith Brenn puts up?
1: Well, uh, Well, here's what I have to say. You know, we're not going to discuss – you know, where <laughs> money's coming from, yeah. but uh, we'll leave that for a surprise, but I have a feeling like the, uh, uh, what, one of the greatest and most prolific quotes that I think is, um, very analogous to politics is everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face by Mike Tyson of all people. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, so the reality is this right now they they're pushing and, and this goes to where, you know, this donor and voter fatigue, uh, comes from we have mary cole who the establishment is pushing right now for state's attorney so mary cole in 2016 and 2022 voted for uh she's a democrat she voted for democrats so if you voted for a democrat in 2022 first of all she didn't vote for me she didn't vote for anybody that was running a big race school boards etc but you also co-signed you know all the atrocities that are occurring in our community well, when I spoke to her campaign manager the other day, he said, Joe, you know, she wants to fight against the criminals. I said, she voted for the criminals in 2022. And then she, he said, no, she's not political, though. I said, well, she's on the, uh, she's a trustee in Lake Bluff. Well, you know, it's not really a political position. I, and then I went further to say, listen, they just, uh, Voted eight to zero against Uline and tried to ridicule the man throughout the nation that he lost that he can no longer use gas powered leaf blowers. I said she was on that board. It was eight to zero. Might as well be AOC over there voting against him, our prolific donor. And now they're you know and and, the, and then they whack him. I you know no, she doesn't deserve to be in the seat. We want authentic people, and I'm going to call them out if they're not a Republican. And I'll tell you this. I will fight better and harder than anyone, and if I don't win my race, I spoke to Darren Bailey the other day for about 40 minutes and and Cindy, too, who who are friends, and I said, our wins can be um, incremental. You don't have to win the seat to affect change. You can bring light. You can bring people together. You can prove who we are as a party, but you don't necessarily have to win. You could do it incrementally. And then maybe as the years go on, we can start affecting change. So my want is for change. Yeah. Uh that's that's why I'm doing
0: this. DeSantis and Trump. What why can't DeSantis he seems like a straight up guy? Seal, you know, read his book, like where he's coming from, likes what he did with Florida. And then he can't he can't come close to Trump. What's the deal there, man? So same thing. He's an
1: establishment, number one. As a matter of fact, on his rollout, that bumbled rollout, Richard Porter, who's supposed to be in Illinois supporting us, was it, it, with no impropriety of bias, was in Florida helping him fundraise and roll out his, uh, uh, his campaign. That's, that's a, 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 a a horrible look for a leader, number one. Picking sides, just like Keith Brynn is sitting in these, uh, you know, oddly sucking on cigars, staring at Colin Corbett, uh, uh, very weird. But the long and short of it is they're over there uh, p- pushing these uh, primary opponents that they can profit off rather than the, the will of the people like they did with Urban. Uh, now they're doing it again with DeSantis. DeSantis was going to be a failed uh, uh, gubernatorial candidate. Not until he was losing to a radical who Post-election was found drug-induced coma. They had to call the police in a hotel room uh, uh, because he's just a a frail individual. Long and short of it is DeSantis was losing against him until Trump intervened and told everybody to get behind him and support him. And then he got elected, which was great. So rather than being loyal and appreciative and keeping the mission going forward, they decide the establishment, the Bushes, Cheney's, and everybody establishment to get behind DeSantis to take Trump uh, 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 off the general ticket. And it didn't work because they're working antithetically toward what the will of the people are. And that's where the mishap is. They're not going to make money off Trump. Trump's not going to put any money in Illinois. He's going to find the five battleground states, fight like heck there, lawyers, attorneys, judges, election judges, poll watchers, ensure that there's no cheating going on, and, uh, and that's what he's, uh, you know, and that's why they don't want Trump because there's no way to profit off
0: him. Yeah. You know, you talk about voter fatigue. I don't think it's fatigue. It's like I said, for the 10%, maybe it's fatigue. Everybody else doesn't get it. You know, it's, it's almost like, why waste your time? Like you said, Trump's not even going to waste his time in Illinois. You're going to go up and do this. I give credit to you guys for, you know, wanting to do it, but what can you accomplish? Do, like, like like how did dold win? i mean i know the dold family good you know good mm-hmm. good good people uh what they re, they redistrict why didn't he win again like what happened uh inauthentic okay inauthentic he's
1: supposed to be fighting for uh, republican values and uh, and he didn't he wasn't a second amendment guy he was uh and everybody i i only met bob dold once i reached out to him when i was the uh Uh, in the primary and the nominee. He never got back to me. He's very gracious with a lot of other candidates, but magically, you know, didn't like Joe Severino, um, along with Mark Kirk and and the rest of them. uh, You got issues, Joe. (laughs) But the reality is, um, the reality is that, uh, you know, when he made that pack uh you know with Schneider uh, we're going to reach into uh, across the aisle and that uh, going against Trump because of McCain and all that. you know what people don't want you reaching across the aisle. they want you reaching into the community. And he's not a community guy, very awkward guy, tough even to speak to very nice guy uh, when I met him but you know nobody you know it's like a George Bush wannabe as far as that's the way I view him. And there's no differentiating between him and Brad Schneider. Why, why, why be motivated? Why go out and vote for Bob Dole? He's literally no different. If you put a photo up of both of them side by side, you could barely tell, uh, you know, that they're separate individuals. Um, And, and he spent almost $10 million and that's the problem we're in just to lose. So that's the problem we're having here. Yeah. There's, um, Uh, Once they lost that race, they decided, you know what, we just can't win. They don't have the boots on the ground. They don't have the civic support. Now they're all saying, oh, ballot harvesting. Guess what? I spoke to the new Trier uh, uh, township uh, committee person. She's like the chair there. Uh, And I said, hey, what's going on? When can I come and speak? You know, that little sliver of Cook County. And uh, she said, well, we're thinking about October. I sent her a snapshot. I looked at what the 10th, uh, neutral 10th district DEMs were doing. There's like 40 of them, very like kind of polished people, look sharp, out there having coffee together, already working. So they're already sitting on their hands while the Democrats are out there. And just to let you know, please keep this in this podcast when you edit. Yeah. The reality is this, the reality is this, my race, every single one of my precincts was undervoted, Pete. So that means that the, the bottom ballot or second, the back of the ballot got more votes than I did as uh, third on the ballot. That's uh, uh, automatically, it gives the, uh, the illusion of cheating. Uh, objectively, that's cheating. That's how they kind of, they don't give the, the, the opponent more votes. They take votes away because you can't find them. So then we did a forensic analysis, a statistician mathematician from Northwestern, did a uh, a forensic analysis for us. The mail-in votings, we did mail-ins, walk-ins, same-day voting. We broke it down every single vote in the 10th district. And we found that 99% of the mail-in votes went to Brad Schneider. That's a little odd. (laughs) And then... As my race goes on, I literally had people calling from California to New York, literally coast to coast, asking me, Joe, what's going on with your race? My race stopped for an hour. The governor's race, all all the other races were settled. Other races kept calculating and tabulating, but my race stopped. When I called Robin O'Connor, and I have a text from her, anything I'm telling you, I have proof of. Spoke to Robin O'Connor, and she said, Joe, your flash drive went down it had to be replaced. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so Brad Schneider spent 5 million bucks against me to show up with 38% uh, 8% of the vote, not happening. I resonated with everybody out there. The people like me, the reality is they cheat. And until that gets solved <laughs> in Illinois, we're not going to have a different outcome. That's the bottom line.
0: Joe, all I know is I've heard that same thing too. And I did the mail-in ballot myself, and I went through the mm-hmm. process, and I liked the the follow-through in the process. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Doesn't mean things mm-hmm. can't happen behind the scene, but, you know, I, I wanted to try it, and uh, I, very convenient because, look, Republicans aren't passionate to – their jobs aren't on the line like the Democrats are, so they're not going to go out in a thunderstorm, you know, to to vote. So to to register online, if you're a Republican, very Mm -hmm. easy to do. In fact, I'll put the link here. And you you do it online, they send it to you, and you you just drop it off in the mailbox. Very easy process. Maybe if we make it easier for people to to participate and vote, easier for people to understand what the hell is going on. Because look, Joe, we had Keith on... uh, Rick and Joe pointing fingers at you now you're re-pointing the fingers and we got to have something where everybody can come together and whether it's a gorton setter or online and say look in order for us no, to go no win-
1: in person let them be uncomfortable in front of God and everybody <laughs> that's what <laughs> i want <laughs> okay all right you know it's got to you know you, you're 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 taking facing an individual in a debate is part of the process.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you
1: could see if they break down there. You know, you have to do the face off. All right. Just, you know, all right. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll work on it. You know, that, that legal yeah, yeah, women's voter illegal. thing, that's not a debate. I don't know what the hell that is. That's uh that's like rice pudding. That's like yeah, jello. Well,
1: well Brad Schneider wouldn't debate me. I don't know if you're aware, but he wouldn't debate me. Only in his uh the, the Jewish coalition of the North Shore, they decided they had nine synagogues. And and thank God somebody said, let's hear this guy's voice. And it was a rabbi from this coalition. So we went there, as I said, and it was just so well-received. That was the first time I felt like I was kind of breaking through. But outside of that, I put out a press release telling the League of Women Voters in Mano Amano, which is a Hispanic coalition here, uh, to make betterments in Lake County and, and I'm sure others. But I said, listen, he's in the League of Women Voters, and the woman uh, that runs Lake County League of Women Voters, I can't remember her name, but she totally agreed with me. I said, listen, if he won't sit down and debate me here, do you really think he's going to Washington to fight for you behind the scenes? Absolutely not happening. So you have to bring these people where they have to be accountable face-to-face. Let's see, you know, what kind of strength and muster they have.
0: I'd be interested to see. Uh, getting something live together, I hear it. It's more impressive. It's also harder to do. It's also easier to delay. Uh, I'll, I'll throw out a challenge here. You and Dan Rogers on this show. <laughs> That's been, all we need. That's okay. a great
1: beginning. Uh, we'll, we'll start there beginning. online. Dan Rogers. I put the press release out. I, I put, put the press release out. And you know the one thing I didn't do, I just put it out on. And, and and what about all these porn videos that these men are loving? What about all that? You think they don't porn? like me? <laughs> it, well, it's what's wrong with it is when you make your enemy uh, aware that you're looking at it online. <laughs> That's <laughs> what's <wrong with> it. <laughs> So he's over here liking all these Chinese bots. It's like Chinese bots; they're fake photos of women. He's literally like a a chronicling fan of these pages. So I posted it all online. Said, "Yeah, he's too busy." Same thing with Richard Porter. Go look and uh, uh, that uh, where I tagged Tom Devore and his girlfriend. I mean, just weird guys out there. And then I don't want to be aligned with them. Uh, there's. I hate to say it, there's perverts right here in Lake County that are touching women. They won't have anything to do with our party anymore because of these weird men. It's just, it's, you don't realize how awful it is until you actually get involved. And then people are looking at me like, oh, I'm a bad guy. Well, like I said, Joe, I'm just only, trying to help.
0: <laughs> only ten, Look, only 10% know what's going on. And that 10% are broadcasting to, you know, the the other 90%. And it's... Is Joe right? Is Dan right? Is Keith right? I, I don't know. I'm just going to go vote for the Democrat. Let Let me ask you this. Yeah.
1: What has anyone said about me that's been true?
0: Uh, you're colorful.
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong there.
0: Well, that's what I said. You know, define yeah. colorful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm too Mediterranean looking for Keith Bray. I don't know. You know I. <laughs> Who who wants
0: a bland steak? I,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The mil- I call it milk toast. They're like these yeah, milk yeah. toasts, you know, and, and they're like slapping each other on the back, like you know, congratulating one another instead of actually doing something. But the reality is this: if you notice, it's all empty rhetoric. Oh, I don't like them. I don't. But there's no substance be- behind wine. why.
0: Well, that's what why, I'm saying. Why? I'm trying. I'm trying to drill down because I think for us to be able to win, when I say us, the the moderate, the Republican, the R. Everybody mm-hmm. we have to be firing in all cylinders. We can't be fragmented like this cuz you can't win a war being fragmented. You know, you need everybody passionate to have somebody to win. Whoever it is, sure, you sure. or whatever. Uh, well, I'll think-
1: tell you this, you said it uh, very uh diplomatically earlier. I did. Okay. I know yeah, yeah, I always say I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a human first. I don't I don't just go along. I it's surprising to me. I me mean, how these people will just follow because it's a Republican policy or it's a Republican that's running. I'm not following a dirty Republican just like I wouldn't follow a dirty or a corrupt Democrat. Yeah. But if I found a Democrat that was more authentic and character-driven, etc. and moral, I'm voting for the Democrat over the Republican. I'm a candidate-specific individual, yeah. not a party person. Yeah. You know, so I applaud you for you said about Vega and Holly Kim. Hey, if they're if they're out there doing the right thing, and I met a lot of those Democrats, especially like state reps, et cetera, they're out there really trying to fight and do something in their passion. And, and I would say at least they're fighting for something. Yeah. You know, agree or not, at least they're fighting. They're getting behind. There's a coalescing behind their candidate and they all fight for the same thing I'll hear here. So you better have an interest. Otherwise, we won't help.
0: Well, Joe, I think the commonality is, you know, if you grow up in the streets, whatever, it's Cicero, Berwyn, Chicago, all right, you th- there's a different interaction because you have to work with people to be protected. You have to work with people to move something forward. And unless you grow grow up in the streets, you kind of don't get that or you get it later in life. And mm-hmm. I think that's a difference between establishments and not, I don't know, that's just Pete Jansen saying it. But like I said, we brought you on after Keith. I'm going to try to get Schneider on. And, you know, I talk smack on him and I'm going to see if he wants to, you know, respond to that because being from the streets, you know, the only way you know how somebody is, you got to look them in the eye, have a conversation, yeah. and make a judgment, not read a headline and, you know, make a judgment. So that's, you know, be an independent thinker. Joe, I think you're very independent. I like that about you. Thank you. you. I am independent. <laughs>
1: running as a Republican with the true Republican values. And thank you again for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Uh, anybody
1: could engage me if anybody has any issue or wants uh, proof or evidence of what i said or just wants to challenge something I've said. They can reach out to my campaign. I'm very flexible and approachable, and, uh, and I'm willing to engage.
0: Well, we'll put it up and we'll have the comments. The comments will be turned on. Pete, Wonderful. you suck. Joe, you suck. I get it. No problem, yeah, we'll
1: yeah, leave yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> but It'll be interesting, uh, you know, like uh, your partner, uh, you know, and they're all connected to this is cronyism, you know, they, they support one another, they do business together, so Joe doesn't, so they have to go for that guy, I get it, but the reality is, put all that collateral uh, interest aside, let's get the community pushed forward first, and then worry about your own self-interest, so that's where I stand.
0: Well, don't worry, Joe, because the next show with Joe and Rick coming on, they're going to they're going to have both. Oh, I can't, yeah. Yeah. You should have me on. That's I want. Wanna...
1: It's easy to say it behind the scenes where there's, you know, it's just empty rhetoric, absent substance. When you actually have to be accountable to what you say, then it's a different story. And that's right. when I win people over like crazy.
0: Well, I, I will do that. And I also think you and Dan Rogers going, that could be a pay-per-view yeah,
1: well, that's just so scummy. Let me say this: the reason why it is, yeah. it's true for him to use that word. Yeah, when um, it first of all, it's so disparaging. Number one, uh, one in uh, one in seven hundred kids born today are are born with Down syndrome. One in one hundred are born with some form of autism. So, for a leader of our party to go out there and co-sign a a, a Democrat narrative as to how elitist and dispassionate we are and insensitive to our community. You know, for him to do that, he should step down and he should be ashamed of himself.
0: Well, I can't wait till you tell it to him uh, yourself, but we'll put... We'll put I did, he blocked
1: up. me, so I can't I can't engage him anymore.
0: <laughs> I guess I'll be blocked too. Joe Severino. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank Congress you, sir. I appreciate district, it so much. District.
0: Third time's a charm, man. Take care, buddy. Okay,
1: second time, second time well third time you've been on the show oh oh yeah the third time oh i thought you meant running for time
0: oh right. second time third running time yeah but third time the third yeah time for yeah you're right thank you so you're much you're gonna win this I time enjoyed
1: it. all right buddy bye
0: the lake forest podcast is supported by viewers listeners and businesses just like you Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. Heavy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Heavy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Helen. Head out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, broad Stop, and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan.